It's good to be me. It's good to be me. If the whole world could be, Jimmy, it would hey, be me. Jimmy, what? Jimmy. Oh, oh, hey, hey, Lori, how are you doing? Jimmy, I didn't know you were it, on the screen I, there. It's, it's, I'm good, but you know what day it is. Uh, yes. It's, it's Monday, Monday morning. Or as I Come call on. it, the Friday that got left behind, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Monday morning and we've got a show to do, so let's get to it. All Welcome, right. everyone, to Monday Moments of Motivation. Yes, I'm using a lot of M words. We're going to use a lot of triple words this morning. And one of the easiest things we're going to talk about, it's going to be a great topic that Jimmy and I are really excited about to kind of kick off this week. But one of the easiest mental outcomes to exercise and control is something that we talk a lot about on this podcast, and it's money. Attitude. Oh, attitude. Oh, attitude. money. Yes, attitude. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We do talk a lot about money too, but now this morning we are talking about attitude. Too many of us walk around with an eye toward opportunity to be upset, to work ourselves into a frenzy over things. And I'm so guilty of this, but many of which we cannot control. We talk a lot also about things that we can control and things that we can't. Today, we are going to help you develop and maintain a get to attitude about life. Good morning again, everybody, and I hope you're buckled up and ready because this is, as you well know, Live a Life by Design podcast. I am your co-host, Lori Few, and of course, the incomparable, powerfully positive pontificator of all things good in life, Mr. Jimmy Williams. Hear ye, hear ye. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> you know, I rule the airwaves with this distinguished voice of mine. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us today. You know, I know it's the dog days of summer, and the reason I know it's that is because our dog's not even wanting to go outside now for his <laughs> restroom break. So it's the dog. Oh, Isn't dog. that what they mean, Lori, the dog days or summer? Yes, yeah. yes. You know, uh, this is one of my favorite topics, Lori. You you and I talk about this, as you said, on many, many episodes. This is 173rd episode. This is a long time uh, that we've been doing this, but we just keep getting such great listeners and subscribers like you good people. If you know someone that wants to get a positive, powerful message every Monday to help build their week in the manner they wish, kind of set their sail for success, this would be the podcast to listen to. Lori and I are so honored to be in your presence every Monday morning, but but Lori, this is one of my favorite topics, and attitude to me is the difference between making a living and growing a career. You know what I mean? Yes, such a powerful Roy, statement. Yeah, Roy T. Bennett said it best, Lori. He said, attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make makes you choose wisely. Ooh, that's powerful. Ooh, that is powerful. You know, the danger to having a have-to attitude is that it doesn't utilize our greatest strengths of creativity, clarity, and concentration. It actually is the antithesis of the get-to attitude. Now, I want you to understand, folks, there's things that we in life go, I have to do this. Lori and I would like to reframe your thinking there. Today, we want you to think about get-to-do-this. You know, I hear people say, I have to work on Friday. And Lori, they're usually the shoulders slump. They lean forward, their posture's bad. They have this look in their eyes. Oh, I have to work Friday. I always smile at them and I say, do you mean you get to work on Friday? With a big smile on my face. They look at me funny, then they smile. 
And this is that small distinction in words that is actually a powerful motivator to help people understand that they are truly blessed beyond their imaginations if they only think about their own lives. Half-to attitudes consist of blaming, missing deadlines, foregoing goals that would have a big impact on life. But a get-to attitude gives rise to achievement, happiness in body, mind, and soul, as well as generating creative juices that will excel you beyond those that think negatively. I truly believe that the get-to attitude is the attitude for you. I think it's the attitude for everybody this morning. And if, and if you get anything out of this podcast, we're going to change your way of thinking. Uh, it's so important to have the get-to attitude. We oftentimes get in that slump. And I, I'm not going to lie. At the end of the summer, the beginning of August, in the, work, in the line of work that I do, it's very much the attitude of, oh, it's over. Summer's over. It's time to go back to work. It's time to do things. <laughs> so... I know all about that slump, but today, Jimmy and I are going to give you our top three get-to activities and how these activities empower us to be our best every day for the world around us. So I'm going to go first. Imagine that. Jimmy is so graciously kind. He's going to let me go first. (laughs) A gentleman, if ever there were one on the internet. (laughs) Oh, well, my first get-to activity is that I get to go to a job that I absolutely love. This time of year, we are getting back motivated to get everybody back into the group of going to school. And I love this time of year. It's my favorite get-to activity. We spend a lot of time preparing things behind the scenes. Lots of uh, literal sweat, moving, waxing floors, getting things ready, cleaning classrooms, setting things up. You know, figuratively, we put our minds to work. We do all kinds of professional development. And it was great this week to see everybody kind of get back in that groove and that mindset. We work on professional development. We talk about development on this podcast a lot. We talk about personal, professional. We talk about growth. But one of the great things that I had the opportunity to get to experience this week was a professional development series brought into our a place of employment where each one of us got to go through a one, well, teachers, it was more than one day. For support professionals like myself, it was condensed into a one-day training. But it was given to us in the mindset of positivity, clarity, and all the things that we do as a cohesive group and how that matters to parents, to students, to administrators, to teachers, to board members, and to the community. The work that we do is so powerful and so important. I love being able to get to be around all these amazing people. And we work on filling up our cup after, you know, we we talk about the end of the school year and then we all go on summer and our brains all turn to mush. But then we come back in August and we're ready to fill our cups so that we can pour into our community of students and learners. We're constantly learning, we're constantly evolving, and we're teaching kids that they have so many opportunities to make a difference, not just in the school setting, but in their home and their family and their work and all the things that they participate in, sports, extracurriculars, and other activities outside of school. And so being able to do that is so powerful for me. And I look forward to it every single day and especially this time of year. So my number one get to is that I get to go to a job where I get to pour into people, but in turn, they pour into me. And it's great to feel that feeling. It's energizing. It's it's refreshing. Um, 
it's still hot, but we try to overlook that because we do, we try to do things inside during, you know, with the air conditioning. But I think that that is my top number one get to is that I get the privilege to go to a job that I absolutely love and that I greatly benefit from just not even professionally, but personally, it means so much to me to be able to see those faces of the people that I work with every single day. Um, it's what motivates me at what it's what keeps me going. I love it. I love it. And you know, one thing I want to talk about is you said you bring together a cohesive group. I hope that, that it's adhesive as well. So it sticks together <laughs> after you're done. I'm sorry. That's the only time I get to use yes. that word. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, course. you heard it here first. She's going to have an adhesive group to go with the cohesive <laughs> unit that they're building. Oh, that is awesome. You know, I got to tell you though, my number one get to is something that I know a lot of people feel like they're required to do, but they really don't. And I get to be kind to everyone I meet. Now, Um, you know, we tell our kids, you've got to be nice. You have to do this. You've got to be obedient. What as parents, would our children be like today if we say we get to be nice today? See the positivity in that framework. Again, it goes back to that point of being the more positive about it. I think the more adhesive, oh boy, I love this, that it might stick to their mindsets. (laughs) That's the word. That's it. The word of the day. The word of the day. It'll be in the show notes, folks, if you want to look that up. (laughs) No, but I think the key thing here to me is being kind. People act like it's so busy in the world. They got their jobs that they have to go to. They get in the car that they have to drive because they don't have the money to get a new one or they don't have something that's better. They have to work with the same people that they have to see every day. And I just cannot stand that approach. I want you to think from this point forward, I get to go to a job. How many people are right now looking for a great position with great benefits? The second thing, I have to drive a car. You don't have to drive a car. I get to drive this vehicle today. Perhaps even if I want to buy a bicycle, if I can bike to work, or if I want to take public transportation, I get to choose how I wish to get around in life. And I was meeting a man one day, and I was visiting my daughter in Redding, California, a beautiful little city in Northern California. There was a man on the sidewalk, as you know, I talk to strangers, as you shouldn't do as a child, I guess. But I felt that I needed to say something to this gentleman. And I was looking at him, and all this meantime is I was having some knee trouble. Now, I don't mean a lot of knee pain, just soreness. You know how you get when you overdo a lift or something you're working out? Just It felt like I might have tweaked something, Lori, but it wasn't bad, you know, just a little inflammation maybe. But it was sore. And I thought to myself, you know, we're doing a lot of walking. There's a lot of hills around here, and I'm feeling pretty sore. But then I saw this gentleman on the sidewalk, and I looked at him, and I thought, I get to go up and say something nice to this gentleman because he looks like he's had a pretty rough day. Let me explain the gentleman. He may not have bathed in the last week. He's not shaved in years of months, had a bearded face. He um, clothes look rather tattered. He was in a wheelchair missing both of his legs. And I looked at him and I said, I hope you have a great day. And I bought him a coffee. Now, I'm not saying that for purposes of Jimmy getting anything out of this. My point I'm making is perhaps that seed of kindness is he's had a rough life. Might have been because of his choices. I don't know. That's not on me. That's on him, right? But I think, Lori, what is on us is we get to shine some bright light on some of the darkness in people's lives from time to time. Nobody has to do that. But if you have the attitude of, I get to do that, guess who got the better benefit that day? The gentleman got coffee. I got to feel good all day long. My knee, surprisingly, didn't hurt as badly as after I talked to him as I did before. 
How do you explain that, that? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that interesting? It's all about, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about mindset and, you know, that's a powerful story. Uh, you never know who you're going to come in contact with and your attitude and the way you present yourself can set the tone for a completely different conversation, a completely different set of circumstances or, or scenario. That's, that's very, very powerful, powerful moment. We need more moments like that. Uh, you'll read my book as soon as I get it all done. They're in there. So oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's a very gonna, ad- adhesive book too. It's going to have sticky count cover on it. So everybody buys it. When you just touch it, you're going to have to buy it because it'll be stuck to you at that point. Listen, all I can see right now in my head is like the Velcro wall. That's like you go to the trampoline parks and you run and you jump and you flip and you stick yourself to the wall. That's all I can see right now. I see Jimmy in a Velcro suit jumping up against the wall. If you see Jimmy in a Velcro suit, it's going to have wide lapels and look like something out of the 70s, you know, some John Travolta look is what it's going to look like. But anyway. That's it. That's it. So thank you for sharing that, Jimmy. I I love that story. I, I think that that is so important. Another one of my get to, if you will, we live in a world where we get to travel. I, I've never been much of a traveler growing up. My family didn't really have the means to travel a whole lot. If we got to go in the car, we thought we were high living. So as an adult, I made it a priority that I wanted to be able to travel. One of my things that I wanted to keep in the back of my mind on my bucket list is I'm not adventurous by any means. I don't do long car rides. Uh, I, I just, I would rather fly if I'm going to get there. And that's probably because I've crammed as much as I can into what little time I have to travel. And I want to just hurry up and get there. But this summer, uh, our family took a road trip recently to Colorado Springs, Colorado, 12 hours in the car one way. Uh, Yeah, Mm. I'm not I'm not a car traveler. Let's just be honest. There were lots of stops and lots of uh, scenic scenic detours. Uh, But more importantly about that trip, the thing that I learned, despite the fact that I don't like to travel in a car, it gave me the opportunity to spend 12 consolidated hours with my family. We talk about family so much and how important it is and how much we love our families. But what we really, what I realized on that trip is that I don't spend enough time just being in the same location and talking and having conversations and laughing and telling jokes and saying, are we there yet? That to me was so valuable. The sites were great. The trip itself was wonderful. We did a lot of things while we were there. Uh, you know, that's a whole nother podcast about the trip to Pikes Peak and the perseverance to get all the way up when you're terrified of heights and your <laughs> son and your husband get altitude sickness. Um, I was very proud of myself. I was the one scared of heights, but they were the ones that got sick. So uh, kudos to me. At Pikes Peak, it's not the going up, it's the problem, Lori. It's on the way down <laughs> afterwards. It goes straight. <laughs> oh, it's, they do not play around there. The park rangers halfway uh, down make you stop to check your brakes because they say if your brakes go out, like, what do you do? And that is something I don't even want to think about. But the thing that I experienced about Colorado in my get-to list is that I get to do those things. What a terrific, amazing I don't know. There aren't enough words to describe it. It was so, it made my heart happy. It it just being there with my family and taking the time to do that and not rushing around and not, you know, we've got to go do this and our schedule is so packed and so jammed and so tight that we're just going from one thing to another. It, It was really just about slowing down and getting to be in the moment, getting to listen and laugh and tell stories and 
I mean, there were some questionable gas stations along the way, but when you're driving that drive from Oklahoma to Colorado, <laughs> there's nothing for miles for literal hours. There was nothing. And it, 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 it just reminded me that if that's what I have to do to be able to spend quality time with my family, then I get to travel. I, I want to continue to do that. This episode of Live a Life by Design is sponsored by Compass Capital Management. Life has a way of overwhelming you. At Compass Capital Management, you will receive confidence in your financial security as we provide direction, clarity, and vision for your future. Our unique process, the Life Plan Solution, will be the guide to you reaching your goals and realizing your dreams in life. Stop worrying about your future and contact Compass Capital Management to help you live the life you desire. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com and request your retirement account or employer plan review today. Registered principal securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma 74501. So, Lori, let's talk a little bit about the contrasting difference of view that I have on that roadway. So I've traveled that a couple <laughs> of times, moving a daughter out, moving one back. I get to drive the U-Haul truck because I opted to do it to see the countryside. I've always flown over it, and so I like to do that. So when Lori says there's nothing to see, she's not <laughs> totally being genuine here because there's lots of cactus. I saw a yes. lot of cactus. I lots saw of a lot rocks. Of cactus. I saw a lot of rocks. So <laughs> Yes, that is absolutely true. Yeah. Two lane highway, nothing for miles, and that just cactus. You're you're absolutely right. And I learned a valuable lesson on those road trips: never buy the big gulp, sixty four ounce, if you're <laughs> going to be on this road because there are no trees, there's no habitat <laughs> to hide behind, there is no restroom facility. Your face will be bright red by the time you make it to the next gas station. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's true. true. I, don't to, I don't want to talk about it, Lori. I don't talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's keep it G rated this morning. Yes. Well, that's a great one, too. And I will say to you that travel capability in our country is something that a lot of our friends on the other side of the globe only wish that they had as a fundamental right. You know, yes. sometimes they absolutely. can't even leave their own country. Uh, or their own states, uh, the equivalents of their states, provinces, whatever they may have. Uh, my second one is something that I would like to share, and you've heard about it, Lori, on many of the episodes that we've we've talked with our subscribers and listeners. I am the person that gets to increase my knowledge by lifetime learning. I almost cringe when some of these children, I go, hey, you get to go to school this year. And they go, I have to go to school. It's the law, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, we get some of those. So, yes. Yeah, so I'm saying, though, at the end of the day, we have to make choices in life that plant seeds that either grow to be big, bold, you know, like redwood trees of knowledge, or they could be a tiny shrub of information, Right. And so we get to, in our great country, have opportunities to go to, to universities that are renowned in the world. We have a chance to study abroad. Our daughter, uh, just literally about a month or so ago, got to go to Italy. And I say got to. She had a sponsor. 
uh, you're talking with him. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> she has scholarships for all the school stuff. But, you know, they don't give you gelato free over there. You have to pay oh, for the gelato. Oh, they don't? And all oh, that I thought great that was pasta. The yeah, I thought it was. I thought if you were a student, you know, free lunches or something. <laughs> no. So we get to, Lori, climb as high as we wish to climb on the ladder of society, the ladder of education, the ladder of wealth. You are responsible for you. So if you don't wish to continue to water and and seed and keep that lifetime learning going, then that's on us, right? Nobody makes us do these things, but you have to get at a certain level of education. But after that, you get to continue that education is my point. So I love that about our country. Continuing to learn. I, my husband has, shares that same sentiment. He too is is a very much uh, a lifetime learner. And the things that he learns are turned into hobbies. Um, lots of beekeeping experiences. That's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. Um, I'm not a beekeeper by any means, but I do like to watch them do it. So I would say my final of my top three and this, you know, I don't know, this, this may sound kind of crazy to me as I'm thinking it through, but it's important. And that's that I get to create my own legacy. I think it's important that we talk about what we leave in the world and not just when we pass or when we die, but what we leave as we are living it. I think so many times we find ourselves thinking every day that I go to work, I raise my family, I bring home a paycheck, I pay my bills, I pay my taxes. I am, you know, I live in a community, but really what it's about is what are you getting to give to that community? Uh, I'm a very big advocate for volunteering on the local level. I love the community that we live in. I love the opportunity to make a difference. I love serving in every capacity, whether it's raising money or volunteering or just mentoring. I think that that's the most important thing to me. I had a wonderful mentor. Uh, we've talked about her multiple times. I carry her with me every single day. That's her lasting legacy. And I get to have a legacy myself. And I want that legacy to be remembered and cherished and applauded and cheered while I'm still here because I want to take people along with me. I want people to walk with me hand in hand and do the work and find the value in something. And maybe it's an experience that they do one time and they think, oh, well, that's really not for me. But it might spur them on to find something that they're passionate about because they've had an experience with me or seen me or worked with me or volunteered with me in some capacity and think, wow, I want to do that too. So getting to have a legacy, getting to participate, getting to make a difference, getting to love the things that you're passionate about and share that with other people, to me, that's very, very, very important. Uh, so getting to have a legacy I would say is probably number three on my get to Ooh, list. That, that's a big one. And I, I too admire that. I do wish to leave many legacies and most of those I wish to be uh, bills for my children to pay after I'm dead. Uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. If the girls are listening, I'm just teasing. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, Hey, we just got to be true here on this podcast. Yeah, folks. Uh, yeah, Everything's absolutely true. true. I keep yeah, teasing my true. kids. I'm going to bounce the last check. You need to go to the bank and cover that. <laughs> Uh, but on a serious note, my last get to activity or, um, if you will, attitude is about something that to me is big. This broadcast of this podcast goes to 58 countries now. 
there may only be one or two people in one of the, several of these countries. For example, we have some dear friends in Canadian provinces. They are very kind to listen and, and have sent us great reviews. Uh, there's lots and lots of people here, obviously in the United States and the Northern uh, North American hemisphere and all this area that, that really, really um, are kind in their remarks. I want to say my get to is that I get to share my life, my passions, and my creativity with all of you. You know, you don't take life for granted. There are lives out there that I will never have the greatest opportunity to know personally, but I feel like I may know them through a tweet or the, something they've sent us on Apple iTunes or the, on the website. These are people that have been so kind. If there is a topic that Laura and I have not addressed, and we've got many to come in the future, we're going to do this as long as we can do this with our voices. And at the end of the day, if there's something you have need that we could help address in the near future, we might have an Ask Lori Anything podcast episode. <laughs> uh oh. And I do mean <laughs> anything. Mm. So it's going to be deep, Lori. But that's my <laughs> get to. We get to share with you every Monday morning without fail how we appreciate all of our listeners, how we appreciate our community and our families. And we get to do this because of technology and the people like you that spread the word all through those 58 countries. We are continuing to get new subscribers every month. We are thankful for that. We will keep this as free as ever. Uh, there's nobody going to make money on this thing. We want to share the goodness we have to share for the world so we can hopefully make the world a bigger, better, and bolder place for all of us to exist as we wish in peace. As you can tell by our voices, Laura and I get excited about talking uh, about our get-to activities. You can control your attitude each day, each morning, each minute by exercising your get-to muscle. Don't allow others who wallow in the world of mediocrity with their have-to attitudes to dictate your emotional state of mind. You hear it from us all day long. You control you. What's between your ears controls that body, and the means can be either positive or the means can be negative. If, if, if this episode has got you to thinking about your attitude, go to our website at livealifeby.design slash resource slash book. That's a mouthful, Lori. And pick <laughs> up one of the books we recommend. Now, we do not, I want to reiterate, we do not make any money. There's no fee paid us if you order this book from the website. It's just made it easy for you. So you can click it, go to Amazon, buy the book. But the book's called A Better Way to Live by Og Mandino. A very short read, paperback. It can be read in a weekend. But don't let the smallness of size and the few pages that are within it fool you about its ability to change your life. This small paperback book has 17 rules to live by. I have implemented most of those. I'm still lacking on a couple, Lori, but I will get it done. And it's an outstanding read. I highly recommend it to all of our listeners. So this week's challenge is to listen to your personal speech, the words that you say to yourself every single day, and search your mind for opportunities to convert attitude to gratitude. Ooh. And gain power by the hour as you change the world around you. Lori, I got goosebumps. This, and you want to see? Look, oh, sorry, we're audio. Okay. <laughs> I love that. 
you know, folks, if it wasn't for her, this show could not even even begin to start. She just does such a great job with all the hard stuff. You know, the multiple polysyllabic words. She does all the hard ones. Uh, I only yes. learned adhesive today is what I use out of cohesive. So I learned that one. But anyway, hey, thanks for joining us this week. Lori, how about you give us a sign off that tells everybody how much we appreciate them as we end this episode? We are so grateful for each and every one of you that tune in and listen, and we hope that we make a small impact on your Monday morning that hopefully lasts the entire week. Go out, make it a great week, and live a life by design. Goodbye, everybody. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley.